When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. How to use Fortnite as a parenting tool. How much of your life do you spend indoors? And why you may be better off letting a stranger choose your dating profile pick. It is Monday, the 21st of May 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news, and also coming up in just a few minutes, 90s consumer reporter John Matarese. Can you really look like Meghan Markle on her wedding day in a $99 bridal dress? Oh, God. He'll tell you so you don't waste your money. But first... There is a new audio illusion floating around the internet, and it might mess with your mind even more. In this clip, a little toy lights up and says either brainstorm or green needle. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I think I have just had enough of these. I mean, yesterday I'm at a horse show, and all I can hear are these people behind me talking. I don't know. It's this, I guess you listen to this sound, and it's either... It's either Yanny <laughs> or it's Laura. It's I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I was like, make it stop. And everybody talks about how annoying it is, yet they can't seem to avoid getting into a discussion about it. They right? still end up arguing about it. Yesterday morning, they were they had Willie Geist was on the Today Show. He does that Sunday show or whatever it was, and they actually talked to the old artist yanni mm-hmm. yanni oh. <laughs> and it was like a really funny thing he was like oh all i hear is yanni or yanni whatever his name is right it's kind of cute well here's the crazier part to this audio illusion over the yanni laurel audio illusion <laughs> the person who made the clip says you can actually influence which one you hear by which word you think about and it seems to be true so guys some people hear brainstorm some people hear Green Needle. Pick one now before I play it. I want to hear Green Needle. You want to hear Green Needle? Oh, I do. All right. What was the other option? Brainstorm. 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 Yep. Fritch. I'll say Brainstorm. Why not? All right. And I'm going to say Green Needle. And because your mind is influencing what you think you will hear, that's exactly what you will hear. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I oh, that's amazing. I had green needle. 
Yeah, well, that's yeah, what I, I hear, too, but, but that's what I wanted to hear. I want to hear Brainstorm. Oh. You didn't fully commit to Brainstorm. Uh, Your heart wasn't in it. Exactly right, Jen. Oh, yes. You've really got brainstorm. to... Brainstorm. There you go. Think, think, focus. All right, focus. Again. All right, just try it again. Go. We'll try to focus on I, the other I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm going to try to do Brainstorm now. All, All right. right. Yeah, me too. Oh, my goodness. I don't like this either, Jen. See, now I'm hearing brain needle. <laughs> I just heard brainstorm, and then when he played it again, I heard green needle. This is 100% bull. <laughs> Have you had enough too, Tim? Have <laughs> you? That's what someone just, one of our listeners messaged and said, you will also hear green storm and brain needle. I did. I heard brain needle the last time. Yep. What if a normal person says it and not, you know, three CPO over there? <laughs> See, and that's what I, I was don't know. Thinking. Listen, Tim, what am I saying? Brainstorm. I heard brainstorm. <laughs> Fritch heard green needle. I hate this. Green needle. It's <laughs> so dumb. The audio clip works basically the same way the Yanny Laurel one does, with the different words emphasizing different frequencies. But in this particular case, these words are even closer in pitch, which is why the word you're thinking of can influence what you hear. So now you know. All right, if you have a kid in your house between the ages of 8 and 37, there is a good chance they play Fortnite. 8 and 37. (laughs) And it is as hot as a game has been since that random two weeks when everyone played Pokemon Go. Do you remember that? We thought that would be the biggest thing ever and it lasted about a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, According to a new survey, parents are now weaponizing Fortnite's popularity. Almost two out of three moms say they've threatened to ban their kid from playing Fortnite as a punishment. Oh, yeah. Uh, they weaponized it. The survey also found 7% of parents have wound up with a massive bill from their kids' in-game purchases, too. Someone downloaded Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On, on my work computer here. Have you played it at all? No. Has anybody in this room played it? No. I can't. I'm, I'm I, not a gamer. I'm not either. I, I don't even know what, what play system it's on. But sitting on the sidelines and watching this, it is fascinating to me like how there are so many games out there, and there are a few that really have the kind of impact. You know, What is it about this particular game that's different from all the others that makes it so much more addictive than all the others that are out there, the thousands that are out there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Meanwhile, we don't, speaking of... Spending a lot of time indoors, we really don't think that nature has much to offer us these days. That's the sad reality. If there's no Wi-Fi, we don't seem to be interested. And if you don't believe that, check out this stat. According to a new report, a quarter of Americans admit that they spend at least 21 hours a day indoors. But the truth is, way more of us do. We just don't realize it. The average person in the survey estimated that they are inside 66% of the time. As if they think they're out 
the remaining amount of time. So they looked at the numbers and they study this stuff, and it turns out it's actually 90% when you include the time that you spend sleeping. 66% would mean you spend eight hours a day outside, but for most of us, that would only be possible if you work outdoors or right. you're, you're retired on a beach somewhere. I know I wish I would spend more time. I love being outdoors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the temperature has to be just right. It's getting a little warm. So the study really just shows that most of us don't realize how much time we spend inside. Previous studies have shown we spend about 87% of our time indoors, or 93% if you also count the amount of time you spend in your car. How about that? Mm. All right, and finally, and then we're going to get to John Matteris here. So here's a weird trip that could get you more dates if you're doing online dating. You might want to consider letting a complete stranger Choose your profile pick. In a recent study, there's they found that there's a good chance they'll do a better job of it than you and choose a more attractive photo. Isn't that funny? Well, I suppose if you're trying to attract a total stranger, then what does a total stranger think? You know, when do they think you look your best? Yeah. You're completely objective. Researchers in Australia did an experiment with about 100 people. Each person provided 12 photos of themselves. They chose the one they liked the best, right? The com- then complete strangers chose the one they liked, and those photos were constantly, consistently ranked as more attractive, trustworthy, and confident by other people. In other words, the study found that we choose, we tend to choose unflattering photos of ourselves for some reason. Really? Yeah, and it's not clear why. I think it has to do, well, look, I think it has to do with hangups. You know, I've worked in this building long enough with my coworkers who, because, you know, we have promotional pictures taken of ourselves all the time. We just, yeah, got some back. And, and there have been women in this industry that will post a picture of them where they're smiling, but it's, it doesn't seem very much like a smile mm-hmm. because they're insecure about the way their teeth look. So they'll post the one that shows a kind of a half smile, but with no teeth. When clearly, the the one showing teeth looks much more attractive. And by the way, I don't, you know, most people can't see whatever imperfections they're hung up on. Right. Regarding their teeth, but, you know, uh, if yeah. there is something that. It's in our head. Yeah, whatever it is that makes you feel insecure, you tend to try to hide it or downplay it. And sometimes it's that effort to hide or downplay a feature. That makes it more obvious. Right. Plus, I think what's fascinating, too, is it's when other people look at pictures of me and say, that's a really good picture of you. And I look at it and I go, that's not how I see myself. It's like I look at this other picture. And when I think about what I look like, well, then this is the picture that I feel like I look like. And you're telling me that's not <laughs> right. <laughs> that I actually look like this picture. I think is awful. Yeah, I total. I completely you know agree what with I mean? that too. Yeah, you're like I don't feel like I look like this. <laughs> Please don't say that. I don't want to look like that. <laughs> but the proof is in the photo. <laughs> now, obviously, most of us aren't going to just flag someone down on the street and ask for help with our dating profile. That would be weird. But you could maybe ask people online or just ask a friend to choose your picture. The study didn't look at how good friends are at it, but it sounds like choosing one yourself is, I guess, the worst option. So anyone else's opinion is probably better than yours. But it is true because we just had a bunch of promotional photos of ourselves taken. I picked the ones that I liked. And then the other night, 
Uh, Kristen's oldest daughter is in from D.C., and she and her best friend were looking through the photos, and the ones that they picked were completely different than the ones yeah. that I picked. So it really is a true story. 7.52, coming up, second date update. So here we go. We've got second date update, update week. We're looking in on uh, some of the couples today. It's Travis and Katrina. We'll get to that next. But first, 9 News consumer reporter John Matarese is in the studio, live like he is every Monday, so you don't waste your money. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim. And I know, I know you guys all got up early to watch the royal wedding. Oh, yeah, I was and, up at 5 a.m., babe. Already, they're coming out with Meghan Markle look-alike gowns. Uh, Nordstrom. Uh, Nordstrom has one. They had it already. So now they're already pushing it, and People Magazine has a thing about it. You can go to Nordstrom and look like Meghan Markle. That'll set you back a little bit. I think it's $3,500. Yeah. So that's, that's that's a little little pricey. So what about a cheaper gown? Well, the cheaper places aren't out with the lookalikes yet, but H&M has a Kate Middleton lookalike gown oh, for $299. In my opinion, I thought Kate's gown was way prettier than Megan's. Well, but but there's a new trend. The new trend in the bridal gowns is simplicity, they're saying. Yeah. If you read about it today, it's it's not the lace is now out and the and the just a white kind of wraparound look mm-hmm. is in. And all these brides are freaking out now, saying, oh, my goodness, got lace. I've, got a, I've got a wedding next month, and I've got a lace gown. It's okay, They'll still look beautiful in the gown that they've already signed. I saw a, a report on, because, of course, I was watching and reading everything over the weekend, but they were saying that she, that Meghan Markle's fashions have the potential to do, like, a $4 billion impact yes a b yes like, i mean as soon as she walks out with, with anything, anything much more mm-hmm. so than Sold kate out. because kate's yes. so conservative right. everything kate wears looks like it was approved by the queen right. where megan markle on the other hand is really she's american she's know? american and she's setting the trend so this is going to be interesting how we start following her but there are even some cheaper gowns and we did a story it's on wcpo.com uh where we did it last year we actually last week we went to jc penny where they sell 99 dollar wedding gowns yeah and we said, find out, show us a gown that looks something like, you know, a princess Meghan would Markle, wear uh-huh. at a royal wedding, Kate or Megan. And they came up with some and, and they were cute. They were cute. Now, are you going to have a huge wedding in a big church wearing a $99 wedding gown? Probably not. You know, I think they're more for the, the small family wedding. If you're having one in the backyard, mm-hmm. if you're having a destination wedding down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, yeah. They're perfect. They're perfect for that. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd go to the cathedral, have 5,000 guests, and wear a $99 <laughs> wedding gown. Because you know what? Here's the thing. Is the dress that Megan is wearing versus the $99 one, mm-hmm. the one that Megan is wearing fits like a glove. Yes. It is perfect in every, every seam and stitch is, it, I mean, it. That's the, that's the biggest difference is and the, the material. Fit. You can't take a $99 dress off the rack and have it altered to fit as well as Meghan Markle. It's still not, not. going to fit as well. We no. had a producer from Channel 9. She modeled several of them and she's a lovely lady. But, you know, they were just kind of, they were nice dresses, but they were hanging on it. Yeah. They don't have the curves. They don't really, you know, I'm sure you can alter it, but it's a cheap dress. That they you, don't that you have alter. a veil you would that's spend more altering it than you would on the count. long. <laughs> the train. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, you can check out our story in our uh, $99 bridal uh, gown test on WCPO.com. Really, that's a pretty good deal, That's though. a good deal. Seriously. It is, especially mm-hmm. for a backyard wedding. Hey, later today on Nine on Your Side, I've got a good report tonight. 
What is Alexa and what is Google Home listening to all day? Uh, Are they keeping track of that? <laughs> and could somebody hack it and find out what you're talking about later today so you don't waste it? So I did not see the ceremony. Uh-huh. But I did see the carriage ride. She was she looks stunning. Isn't she just the prettiest darn thing? I mean She's even, very beautiful. Yeah, I mean and, and so many people are saying, listen, the dress was too plain, she didn't have on enough makeup, blah blah blah. blah, blah. She doesn't need all of that. She's just she's just stunning without it. And the beautiful headpiece that was on loan from the Queen that Princess Diana wore, and the that long veil, just gorgeous. It was a royal wedding. It really was. It was beautiful and, and touching in so many ways. And I like, I, we just heard that for sure. Their first dance was I Want to Dance with Somebody. Whitney Houston. Whitney at Houston. The, mm-hmm, at the reception, which is super cool. But uh, did you get to see any of the pomp and circumstance early on? I really didn't. I mean, I, I woke up, I jumped right in the shower because I had to get to the... Uh, Autism Speaks, Walk Now for mm-hmm, Autism Walk. Mm-hmm. And as I was getting ready, we had it on, but they were, they were doing the carriage ride. Yeah. I had already missed the ceremony, and then we had the intention of watching it that night, and we just never got around to it. We mm. just had a busy weekend all around. It. Gotcha. So a lot of it I missed. Stand By Me. Oh, did you hear the choir singing Stand By Me? It was absolutely... No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. 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 So darling. Chills. I, love I just it. love that too. I think that was so. It awesome. made me cry the day. The I day was, of. Uh, <laughs> I was watching an interview on British TV yesterday, and they were interviewing the lady that was the choir director mm-hmm. for the Kingdom she Choir did the arrangement. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, you know what was it like creating the arrangement of that of that song? It must have been really cool putting that together." And she's like, "Well, we didn't really come up with that arrangement. Harry and Meghan did, and they worked." With us and told us how they wanted it to sound. No kidding. Wow. And that's how they envisioned it in in their head. So I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't expect that. Really be, cool. I thought there'd be mm-hmm. a million other things they were worried about the wedding than the arrangement of that song. Right. They said they were extremely hands on with all of it, especially Megan. They said she paid attention to all of the details. It's a nice way of saying she was a bridezilla. Maybe. No. Maybe she. Hey, when you've got when you've got the queen paying for it. Well, and you know exactly, I mean, exactly how you want it to go. And mm-hmm. you have the funds to be able to do that. To do it. Mm. And you know they're more than happy to pay for it. Sure, yeah. why not? Sounds good to me. Two dresses? Sure. <laughs> I'll take two dresses. Oprah ended up getting two dresses. The dresses, the dress that she initially 
planned on wearing on Friday, the day before the wedding, she realizes that on TV, the cream dress, cream colored dress that she had would look too white. So she just called up her friend Stella McCartney and Stella came over and they played around a little bit with some fabrics and some dresses. She was like, oh, I have your measurements on file. I'll just whip something up for you. Yes, let me whip it up. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I came up with a nice little peach number. I thought it was an amazing morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, in watching it in the morning as I was getting ready to go to the autism walk, uh, Kristen had NBC on. Yep. She DVR'd. The BBC, mm-hmm. what we should have done was watch CBS, because that's where all the action was. Mm-hmm. Heard about this. Gail King. I watched a little bit of this. Gail King covered the royal wedding for CBS over the weekend, and I guess she would not shut up to the point where people were embarrassed for her co-host, Kevin Frazier. No. She was excited. She's very excited. So John Oliver <laughs> put together a montage. Hello. Gail King of CBS this morning. I just have one big goosebump all over my body. I'm going to change hats every hour on the hour. We just saw James Blunt go and he does that song, You're Beautiful. That's all I'm going to sing of that. I feel like crying. Oh my gosh. This is actually very good and very moist. Yes. You're beautiful. Oh yes. Do you know yeah, that? Yeah. Of course I do. I won't, sing, I won't sing anymore. You're beautiful. I love that song. Pippa got a lot of attention because everyone was raving about her bottom and I thought, is that a big bottom? I don't think so. But she got a lot of attention attention from her bottom that people thought was perfection. I guess that's a matter of opinion. I've seen some big bottoms. I didn't think that was one, but okay. Kevin Frazier could not get a word in edgewise. I'm mad I didn't watch that. It was awesome. Doesn't she sound a little bit like Oprah? She does, but I think that the excitement was, it was like Gail was so excited for the wedding, she felt like she was just sitting there with one of her girlfriends. You know what I mean? And just like, yeah. Well, you brought up Stella McCartney, so Oprah Winfrey almost got in trouble at the royal wedding because she bought a beige-colored dress, but it looked white. Even though it was beige, it looked white, and, you know, perception is everything. So did she call in Stella McCartney? She hired Stella McCartney's people. Oh, the people. I don't know that she got Stella herself, Uh. but she hired Stella McCartney's people to put a pink dress together for her overnight. I would like to thank the Stella McCartney team for working all night long to get this dress finished because we had dress cake, wrong color. Now we got the right color. I think we're gonna do okay, but no. Thank you so much for the detail, working all night to the whole Stella McCartney team. Amen, amen, amen. Stella McCartney team, thank you very much. And then, as you can imagine, Gil King went off on that. Oprah Winfrey arriving to the wedding. I can tell you that Oprah is wearing Stella McCartney. Oh, she is wearing yeah. She had a little bit of uh, a wedding emergency yesterday. She sent me a picture of the dress that she was planning to wear, and it was going to be a cream color, but it came out and it was bright, bright white with lace. Oh. And she said, do you think this is too white? And I went, uh, yeah, I do. I think it's too yeah. white. So yesterday, she whipped together this dress. She just got this dress yesterday because the one she was intending to wear, she thought was a little too white. Actually, I'd like to see that beige dress and see if it really is too white. It was probably fine. close, you just can't. It was probably fine. And Gail planted that seed in her head, creating doubt. Well, what's her name? Kate Middleton had on a cream-colored dress. Yeah. I mean, maybe she's allowed to because she's a royal, but... Right. I'm sure it was maybe a soft peach or something, but it came across cream. Did you see Natalie Morales and Kit Hoover? 
on Access Hollywood Live? <laughs> they, I didn't see any of their coverage of it, but certainly the week leading up, they were very excited. They looked blasted. They did. They looked they drunk. They might have been. They just looked obliterated. Well, they've been there. They That team had been there, I believe, since last weekend, since the weekend before. Yeah, because like Savannah Guthrie and uh, Hoda Kotb and the Today Show team and everything, like they flew them in. I think Hoda Kotb was out there a day earlier, but she Savannah and everyone else, they literally flew them in. They cover the royal wedding on very little sleep, and then they flew right back, and they're all back in New York today. Mm-hmm. I kind of get a feeling that Natalie and Kit like to drink a lot. I think you're right. I think I they mean, are drinking buddies. Listen yeah. to these two on Access Hollywood Live Friday. The big royal wedding in this town of Windsor has never been it more electric. Is buzzing. Not only is it buzzing, we're, we're buzzing. buzzing. <laughs> 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 all right, what a whirlwind week it has been. We have been all over London, all over Windsor. It's been very magical. We're joined now by our royal wedding guest correspondent, Phoebe Robinson. Yeah. Back into Great Britain. Tim Because we need to do this more often. My favorite part, Prince Harry's pub. Chuck, 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 Chuck. Yeah. Well, see, that's how you cover the royal wedding. Right. It's Access Hollywood, right? It's not like they're the, the hard-hitting news team. They can have some fun. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think the hard-hitting news team could have had a little more fun with it. <laughs> you know, it is the royal wedding. For I was telling these two, though, this morning that... I, I was flipping around, but I watched mostly NBC. And when Meghan Markle's Rolls Royce went by Al Roker, he just about lost. Oh, he it. lost his mind! He was so <laughs> excited. He was yelling, "Meghan, Meghan!" And it was almost like Meghan heard him and gave him like a little wave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just thought that was the most exciting moment of life. That's kind of Al's thing, though. If you notice, like he even does this. Uh, he did this. Remember when President Obama was? I think it might have been when he was reelected and they were having the big parade (laughs) and he was yeah he he spotted the uh, vice president uh joe biden and he was screaming his name out and 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 vice president biden he came over and he even talked to him and he hung out and he shook hands with him and I wonder if he dookied in his pants when that happened. <laughs> Sometimes it gets even that exciting. You know, I mean, he was, that's what happens when it that's, goes to the White House. That's right. He did have that. He's talked about <laughs> that see. incident in the White House where he was having a bad day. His digestive system was something. His gastro. He might yeah. have a little pamper on. Yeah. Oh. Grown-up diaper. Anyway, credit to Al Roker for I enjoy it, talking the excitement because I feel like that's how we would. I would feel like that if I was sitting there, and then here came like the cavalry down the street with her. I would be screaming, mm-hmm. "Megan, or Harry!" at the top of my lungs. I think she did see him too. She did. And she kind of gave him a half she wave. Did. She gave him a little bit of like a few fingers. Well, right. and I think that's what's been really exciting for the press too, because here is this bride that is marrying a prince, and she actually knows who all of these Americans are. True. Yeah. Usually when there's one of these royal weddings, the yeah, she probably knows Kit, and she knows Hoda. Yeah. And so it's exciting. Well, she, and I'm sure she is, like, probably grew up watching the Today Show or yeah. watching Gail King or something yep. like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is fun. You know, somebody made the comment, I think it might have been Savannah Guthrie or someone made the comment that typically when you go out, you know, when you fly internationally to cover a big world event, there's so much emphasis on the politics behind it. 
and the security and security is always a big concern. And she said everything was just like kind of out in the open and it was like the old days, you know, there was no heavy security. They weren't in these armored tanks of limousines. Mm-hmm. You know, they had these open carriage rides and it just felt like the same free and easy atmosphere that used to be before 9-11. Mm-hmm. Not a care in the world. You felt like you had access despite the throngs of people. And it was nice. It was refreshing. Yeah. So there was another couple over the weekend. I don't know if you know this or not. But there was another couple over the weekend that got married at Windsor Castle. Ew. They got married on Friday, the day before the royal wedding. And that's what I find amazing is that they this place was that quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. the fact that you could. They were probably looking at the date and say, this, there's no way they're going to let us get married the day before the royal wedding. They probably have that place locked down for security. They're getting ready. So the fact that they were able to turn it around, they only invited 30 people, but all the royal wedding watchers were already in town. And they swarmed this unknown couple as kind of a dry run for the real thing. They even got a police <laughs> escort. And were interviewed by the press. I think that's amazing that they were able to hold their wedding the same place that the royal couple did the day before. Congratulations. Hiya. Thank you. How do you feel? Amazing. Do you feel this like is crazy. <laughs> this is a bit surreal. This is really weird. I don't know what to make of it. Do you feel like a princess? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> She's a wow. How is Megan going to feel tomorrow? This is insane. Hopefully. <laughs> what do you think? Yay! Yay! <laughs> what do you think, Blanca? Is the other one upstage? She is the real princess. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Hooray! The other thing I thought was remarkable was they had like the perfect weather. I mean, how often do you see? Oh yeah. How often do you see the UK under sunny skies? Beautiful blue skies. Right. Not Seriously. too hot. I Not was too cool. To and a, here it was raining. Here it right. felt more like London right. than there. I, I was talking to a few people at a fundraiser I was at over the weekend, but I was like, how cool would it be if they named their first kid Windsor? I just think that sounds like a cool name. We named you after the church we got Yes. Married. Like, isn't that kind of <laughs> cool? Where they had their reception, Windsor. Well, don't they Windsor? use Windsor as their last name as well, though? Well, I think it does have something it's to do with that. Yeah. yeah. But so he could be Windsor, Windsor, <laughs> like Tim Timmerman. Yeah. Just like that. I could have been named. I could have been named St. Patrick. Yes. How about that? I don't know. I was like, but how cute would that be if you called your kid Win? Can't you just hear it? When, eh? When, When? When? Come here, when? I could have been named Grace Chapel. (laughs) So, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weekend. Mm, I know. So sweet. Does it make you want to visit the UK just to see it, just to visit these spots? Yes, I have to go there. I have to go to Windsor. You feeling royal fever? I really am. 
John Oliver played a great montage of local news anchors busting out just the worst British accents over the weekend. If you enjoy phony British accents, this is the week of the year for you. Ethan, tell us the details and do it in a British accent for fun. <laughs> Hello, Governor. Hello, oh, Governor. Hello. <laughs> Tally ho. No. Pip, pip. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio this morning. Cheerio. Cheerio. I've made it to merry old England. Oh, the Hello, hello, hello. 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 You cheeky monkey. Tally ho. Maybe a spot of tea. 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 From the town of Windsor. Top of the morning. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.